Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, August 14, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? First things first, this week is regular way options expiration week. Weird stuff happens. More from an intraday basis, therefore inside the numbers and live room members should see some volatility pick up in a back and forth type formation throughout the week. What we're going to do first is get our assessment of the daily chart, the weekly chart, and then certainly some other charts from a different time frame perspective so that we can get a rounded view of where the market is, where it's likely heading right now. Are we in a short-term bounce situation? Is this a dead cap bounce? Was that a good low? All those things we're going to discuss tonight. But first, I have to talk about U.S. Steel, letter X. There was a buyout, a rejected buyout today, the stocks in play, all that stuff. However, what's more important is Last week, in fact, last Tuesday, we had a swing trade alert, U.S. Steel buy at 23.51 on that day in that spot. Today, the stock's gapping higher at the open and it hit two price targets. The first one was adjusted to 28.90. The second price target was adjusted to 32.50. And when you look at 32.50 against today's high, Today's high was exactly 32.52. No accidents or coincidences. This is going to happen. You never know which ones are going to give you the rocket ride. We had participants in this stock. We had participants from the swing trading product that purchased options on U.S. Steel. Just think about what they woke up to today. You're not going to get a ton of these, but this will happen. It certainly warrants a how-do-you-like Dem Apples. Last week, back to the S&P, last week they came up short of the 50-period moving average. Now, we're not surprised at that because they do that kind of stuff all the time. However, we look at, I look at a variety of different charts, a variety of different markets, and you'll notice something else. How about the S&P E-mini futures contract? did come into, ran a test of, closed back above the 50-period moving average last week. Of note, they're the same markets, but not exactly the same chart. I look at both. You've seen me do that before. Last week, we also said that the market was down a lot. We talked about a lot of reasons why. Go back to Thursday's video. We were looking for some kind of interim bounce slash low. What we also did on Friday was cover the S&P options short. We had a put option on the S&P, again from the lazy swing trader, covered some of it, holding some of it for the never know, certainly booked a profit in our pocket. In addition to apples, it's also a, how you doing? Can they move back up to run a test of or even get above the 20 period moving average? That's the red sloping trend line. It's around 451.60 and change. Sure they can. Why not? Doesn't mean they will. Remember, options expiration week, weird stuff happens. What's tomorrow? It's turnaround Tuesday. 
Inside the number members and certainly live room members will have all the numbers necessary, whether the market's up or down. Either way, we're going to find where the opportunity resides. Could this be one of those ABCs? You have an A leg down, a B leg up to pause or stall out somewhere, and then a C leg down completes underneath the low of the A leg. Is that a possibility? The answer is absolutely it's a possibility what about the weekly chart think about home base the 20 period moving average she's coming closer to home base as home base creeps up to price she's closing the gap markets don't love to get too far away from home base home base is the 20 period moving average and here she is on the weekly chart the market can go sideways for a while and let home base creep up to price. That's perfectly fine. Can she climb the breakdown candle on a weekly chart? Absolutely she can. We take it one day at a time, one candle at a time, one intraday trade at a time, one swing trade at a time. Let's use some logical numbers going into turnaround Tuesday. 450 is a big fat round number. Get above 450, it's going to open the door for this high from last week, which coincides with the 20-period moving average. Here's the bogey. The bogey is they have to get above this breakdown candle, which puts price in no man's land, heading for the gap up here. Can she do that this week? We don't know whether she can or she can't, but that's the bull case. Anything staying inside of that particular breakdown candle high, 453.52, closing daily below it, closing intraday below it, keeps the bear case intact, closing above it opens the door to fill that gap above. That's a little ways off. We're not saying that's happening on Tuesday. We're just talking around some numbers. What happens if she drops them? Well, you might want to jot this one down on a sticky note. For 45.60, came out of the calculator, figured I'd give it to you tonight in case we're having an early turnaround Tuesday. You might need that one. Inside the number members will have that and more on an as-needed basis. What about inside the numbers? Now, I will say this. The live room had a technical issue today. The go-to webinar system, the software that I use there was an issue with the audio, so it took us a while to get rolling today. We lost around an hour or maybe even more than an hour of the morning session, which is a chunk. However, we did get a trade-off, so what I'm going to do is let you read the notes. Go back to the chart and double-check the work, and I will highlight a few important things. 447.15 was today's pivot, and while they spiked it, that was a spot or somewhere in this ballpark was a spot where the market thought was very important. They hammered it all day long. Finally, into the end of the day, they started heading to what is the next number, which you will see on the board. Remember, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. We had some stuff on the downside, but they pretty much bought them up right out of the opening bell. They didn't hit my downside objective for a long entry was waiting for about another 40 or 50 cents lower this morning. However, we did get a short trade off. Let's see where that resides. So once the day started to get underway, I was looking for 444. That's for a bounce back in the other direction. Here's a 10-minute chart, and you could see down at the bottom, here's 444. 
low of day was 444.38, and then they took off right back to the pivot. We did have some traders that rode it up to the pivot, 447.15. Let's fast forward a little bit, see what else we have. Early on, they were hanging out. They're going to go one way or the other. We had both numbers on the board. They were either going to take a trip back down to 444 or they were going to go up to fill the gap and then get into an overhead resistance zone up at 445.58, which was the gap left open Friday, up to 445.90. Then they started heading for the pivot. Let's scroll up a little bit. We did have some traders that short the pivot from the live room and inside the numbers successfully was a base hit type of situation, but we'll take it anytime, anywhere, any chart. You never know which ones are going to give you the rocket ride. You pile up the base hits. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. 1014, 447 is the next major place up north. Resistance. And then you'll see that repeat over and over again. 447.15, give or take, is the next target. As long as they're above 446, the door is ajar. There's a zone of overhead resistance. 447.15 to 448.20. They should have a pullback from within that zone. That's French for it's a short scalp with potential. You can see your zone. You see the 448.20 up top. They almost got there at the end of the day, right into the closing bell. Just ran out of time at the buzzer. However, what we're focused on is this area here when they got to the zone. The zone was a short. Front end, middle, top end, trader's choice. We know how it works in the live room inside the numbers. If you're willing to short the front, you have to be willing to short a little higher. And they had the pullback. They gave the base hit, and that's fine. That's all they gave. We take what Mrs. Market provides in the way of opportunity. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. What you'll see is above 447.15, the next target is 448.20. Took all day. They almost got there. They just ran out of clock at the end of the day. There was bupkis for stocks on the move today. We only had two. Neither hit their entry objectives. They're off the board. There are no trades. Should pick up a little bit more throughout the week, Tuesday and beyond. What's going on over in Camp IWM. They spiked through the 50 period moving average on the daily chart, finished at the highs of the day, which is only a touch under Friday's close. It was a good close finishing at the highs of the day after spiking through the 50. That's a positive under normal garden variety conditions. We got somewhat of an on time type of situation brewing over in Camp IWM and a lot of other places for that matter. The folks down at the transportation department, you know, down on Judge's team, they're still hovering underneath the 20-period moving average. Again, nice low today and a reversal of sorts, meaning they finished on the high of day. It's not a market reversal, don't misunderstand. They're still below the 20, and they're really going sideways. But from an intraday perspective, that's a positive. It would be obviously more positive if they should get some what's called follow through on Tuesday back above that 20 period moving average that's the bull case for higher stuff your bear case is a failure below today's low and then they start running for this which they've already ran a test of they get below that white space and then there's a gap down here no both sides of the tape we're the umpire calling balls and strikes it's important we look at the transports it's not only my second favorite market leading indicator, but it is the A number one canary in the coal mine.
proven time and time again. Doesn't necessarily give you a clue one day, intraday, but over time, it's going to give you the clues. Call it the blues clues about the Q people. Nice finish on the highs today. We'll call it a photo finish right back above that 50 period moving average. That has to be a positive if you even get a little follow through tomorrow. If you get a reversal back down, then it is what it is. And it was just an options expiration. Weird stuff happens. Fake out routine. Same thing about the 20 period moving average back above the 20 at any point turns the tape from even a daily chart perspective back into the bull camp. When you look at the weekly chart, this is simply a pullback in an uptrend, same as the S&P 500. Now that doesn't mean we can't have a further decline later. Certainly in an uptrend, in order to begin a decline, you have to start the decline. It starts from somewhere, but right now it's a pullback in an uptrend well above all the moving averages, eating time off the clock, letting home base or 20 period moving average get a chance to creep back up near price home base that's what happens how about the xlf they didn't really do much today they're hovering underneath the 20 period moving average leaking a little bit however let's take a look at the weekly chart because what they're doing is hovering underneath the 100 week moving average still building energy to make another move higher where does that change Below this breakup candle low on close, meaning daily close, that changes the scope of what this chart is telling us. Then you contend with the moving averages and so on. At present, it's bullish for another move higher. Doesn't mean tomorrow, but that's what they're doing today. What about Smash Mouth? Now, this is an interesting one. I'm going to use one of the traders in the live room. His name is Armand, and I'm going to use him as an example today. I'd given out this number for the live room members last week. Today, they hit the number. Here's the five-minute chart. This is the first candle this morning. They hit the number, and they had a rocket ride away from it. So Armand, being the smart trader that he is, he took the number in SMH, and instead of buying SMH, he bought AMD and had a nice beta trade where AMD was outpacing the SMH. So from a trading perspective... He got the juice. It was a really smart play. Now let's look at SMH objectively again. Tremendous day. It's not tremendous, but it's a nice big healthy three and a third percent up day finishing near the highs. That's a positive. We need follow through into the moving averages this week. That bodes well for the rest of the tape. The SMH is a good proxy for the tech space as a whole. And all this stuff is the reason why we covered some of the puts on Friday in the short S&P trade, looking for a bounce. We talked about it Thursday. Go back to the videotape. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost. My strategic forecast, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.